Hey everyone, Greg Mitchell from Ultimate Sports Talk here. Um, it is the day after Pele Pro Revelations, and I am still coming down off of the high from that event. What a uh, what a tremendous night that was. Um, I feel really, really excited and fortunate to have been able to go to that show to begin with. Um, you know, it's not every day that somebody can fly down from Chicago to Texas just as a fan to to watch a show. Um, so, you know, first of all, I want to thank Pele Pro. Um, thank you so much for allowing me to come down, uh, for being so hospitable and, uh, you know, continuing to share praise, you know, both ways. You know, it's been uh, it's been awesome to get to know you guys. Uh, thank you so much to all the wrestlers that I've met um, at Pele Pro. All of you guys were fantastic, uh, very family friendly, very fan friendly, uh, and I'm I'm really really grateful. If you follow me on Twitter I, at Alt Sports Talk, you can uh, see all the the gear and merch that I was able to acquire last night. Um, I think I hit almost all the, the, the talent that I possibly could have. And uh, you guys were fantastic the, the entire time. The matches were great, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Uh, but your personalities, how much uh, professionalism there was in that building was uh, just really, really, it, it, it made my day. So thank you so much for that. Uh, and of course, thank you to my wife for allowing me to take this trip um you know she is back at home in chicago with my two uh two daughters um so thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity uh, i know it's probably once in a lifetime but it was a it was a great great trip so with that said let's go ahead and get into the review so you may see my eyes uh, move around on the screen. I am going to bring up Pele Pro's Twitter feed um, and try to remember all the, the amazing things that happened last night. And again, I am going to try to keep this to a shorter video. I don't want to hit the, the 40 minute mark. Um, so we'll dive right in. First of all, the Davy Richard seminar that they had before the, the show started, of course, it wasn't open to fans. It was only to uh, you know, talent that have, uh, have been trained uh, professional wrestlers. Um, that, uh, that picture that you guys have on your Twitter feed, it looks like it was a, a very good turnout for that seminar. Um, a lot of familiar faces that were, were there. Um, and I, I'm not sure if this was what happened or not, but it, it seemed as though anybody who was at the, the seminar uh, was in the pre-show Battle Royal um battle royale and uh anyway um so it looks as though it went really well and i'm glad to see that i, I said this multiple times on my twitter feed um you know having the opportunity to get trained by even for just a, a fraction of time by one of the best in the business is uh just a, an amazing opportunity so I'm, I'm glad to see that that was well attended and that that was a major success. So, they, so that's great news. Um, moving along, the, uh, the pre-match um, Battle Royale. Uh, that, it, it was 
amazing a lot of guys that uh that no one's ever heard of uh probably or or not not very well known um one of the guys that cracked me up at the very beginning he was one of the bigger guys but he said uh he was one of the best and he's from the guns to the buns uh was his uh major catchphrase of course he was the first one out of the the whole thing i was i was really hoping to see more from him but uh it, it went really really well um a uh a character by the name of phil i apologize i don't have the last name right off the top of my head um but he was a private detective i believe or or some sort of lawyer or something uh but his finisher was case closed is is the catchphrase he would use and it was great uh it was uh it was really really cool phil nor that's it um i believe that's his his name um but it was really cool and uh, a lot of good uh a lot of good talent there uh, a lot of guys that are clearly still learning but uh, it was a lot of fun to to watch so i'm glad that they were able to do something like that on the pre-show um and for those of us who were there live it was it was a really cool match um the kickoff match of the the show and except for the main event i this was the best match of the night and fuego del sol against ninja mac i i mentioned this during my um preview episode uh where i covered the revelations pay-per-view um it was a fantastic match and everything that i expected it to be they were it was fast paced action on the inside action on the outside high flying moves just all over the place these two guys went at it and really really brought it um that was uh that was a lot of fun to to see uh ninja mag even though he he did really really well ended up not um getting the the victory so my prediction held up there fuego del sol did end up winning um and the crowd there was definitely like i expected a lot of fuego del sol fans um so that was that was a lot of fun too uh, to see a riled up crowd probably the best match that they could have done at the beginning of the show it got the fans going um it built up that energy for the uh for the the rest of the show um and it was uh it was really really cool to watch so i'm glad that um i was there for that live i i do want to go back and watch the uh the replay on title match network um i i just want to see if i missed something because from my angle there were definitely some moves that I couldn't see as well um, as, as probably they would have shown on uh, the, the live video uh, broadcast, but it was, uh, it was still a great match, lots of fun. So that was, that was an amazing match. I'm glad that I could watch that in person. The, uh, the second match of the main card was, um, well, actually there's a, there was a little segment after that match. So the, the referee, Carl, they announced that he uh, had, he had just, uh, I think gotten over three decades, if I remember right, of um, time spent in professional wrestling. And this was going to be his last night. Uh, he was retiring from professional wrestling. Um, so that was a, a real heartwarming 
um, segment. There are a lot of fans that have been at Pele Pro Shows for a while uh, there in the stands, and um, they they know who Carl is, and that was um, that was really really cool. Uh, a lot of thank you Carl chants um, there during that segment, and then I think also throughout the night. So that was that was great. Now, unfortunately, that segment was interrupted by Nastico, the best manager. Um, he interrupted it and basically said that there was another show that uh, didn't happen and Carl was supposed to be at it. And because of that, Carl owes Nastico. There's no way that Nastico will allow him to retire until he uh, he pays up. Um, so that segment ended and, uh, you know, it was a preview of things to come. The, the next match was tag team match. It was a, originally supposed to be, um, Corey O'Neill and Isaiah Bronner against, uh, Ryan Justice and Justin Taylor now dubbed, uh, West Texas legacy. Um, they, they did say that Bronner was not able to attend, uh, due to travel issues, uh, so he was he was um, replaced last minute by Eddie Martinez. And I believe Eddie Martinez has been on other Pele Pro shows. Um, I think maybe one other, if I remember right, because I, I do recognize him or I did recognize him um, last night. But uh, other than maybe one or two matches, I, I apologize that I'm not that familiar with him. Um, but he was good. And uh, and Corey was really good. Um, I was impressed with how well West Texas Legacy um, teamed. The, uh, that was the story during the preview uh, episode that, uh, that we talked about because the, you know, those two, Ryan Justice and Justin Taylor, have a history of not, um, you know, basically of beating each other up. Um, they've, they've faced each other a number of times. They, they genuinely have a dislike for each other. And uh, now they had to put those differences aside to uh, to become a team, and it was great. Um, this this match went really really well. Kudos to Ryan Justice. I think um, honestly, I think he was probably the star of the the match. He um, he got beat up a lot, um, but the the role that he played was to get that um, that sentimental feeling that. Uh, from the fans, you know, gosh, he's getting beat up all the time. Corey's destroying him. Eddie's destroying. Him. They won't let him get to the corner. Um, that getting that sympathy from the fans, they told that story really, really well. And uh, and and Ryan played that part to a T. Um, and I loved Justin Taylor's reactions too. Like, come on, come on, Ryan, come here, just tag me, tag me. Um, you know, he, uh, he brings a really cool intensity. And I, I said this on Twitter, I believe a couple of months ago, but I, I'm going to reiterate it. And I think he, it's probably even better now. Justin Taylor is really fit now um, compared to what I saw, you know, early on in Pele Pro on TV or on a title match network and, um, and watching last night even watching in the September show, but watching last night, this dude has hit the gym. Whatever fitness regimen he's doing is really, really working. Um, I, I am so pleased with, 
with his progress. He's been doing fantastic. Um, he's definitely putting in the work. So it was so great to see the, these guys compete. Um, I saw the post-match interview um, on, that they posted on Twitter. You know, Corey and, uh, and Eddie agreed, you know, this is a one-time thing. It's probably best for us to part ways. Um, but uh, it seemed amicable. There no hard feelings or anything. Um, but I do want to, I, I do want to see Corey and Bronner, uh, team up again. I'd love to see what that original match would look like. Um, cause I do think that would be a, a fantastic showing. So that was good. That was a, it was a fun match. Great to, great to see. Uh, next up was Jay Alexander, the purveyor of violence. And uh, like I said, last video during the preview, a, uh, he brings a very next level amount of intensity to the ring. And he did that again. Um, he took on Travis Titan. And uh, in my predictions, I said, I, I don't think that Travis Titan can really match up to the level of intensity that Jay Alexander can bring. And I really, um, I really underestimated uh, Travis Titan, to, to be honest, and to be fair to him, he, he really brought it in that match. Um, you know, Jay Alexander definitely was the stronger of the two. Um, you know, in some cases, I, I think probably speed and agility, they were, they were very, very close to each other, but uh, Jay Alexander was the stronger. And so it was a different level of, uh, of match. You don't have one guy who is, you know, significantly better than the other. They really had to outsmart each other and outplan each other. Um, a lot of strategy going into into the match and that that i think is where travis titan really um excelled he was able to put himself in situations where he could get moves in that uh the jay alexander wasn't expecting um but uh, you know right as it was as it was looking like jay alexander was going to get the win he was going on a on a serious run then uh nastico came out and uh, you, you can probably guess who the referee was during this match. It was Carl. So uh, that was a nice little uh, prelude to the finish. Um, Travis Titan hit a, hit a move right on Jay Alexander, right by the ropes. Uh, Jay Alexander put his feet, put his uh, right foot up on the rope. And Carl counted one, two, saw the foot on the rope paused for a second and then reluctantly tapped one more time three and called Travis Titan the winner. Um, it, it was a unique finish, told a really good story, um, kind of brought everything full circle from the beginning of the, the show into this next, into that match. And then uh, there was a nice little... <laughs> kind of tug at the the fans hearts nastico got in and he put out his hand you know shake my hand we're going to team up kind of thing and and then travis titan looked like he was going to get out he was listening to the fans the fans were saying no 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 and 
then he uh he decided he came back in and shook his hand and the crowd went nuts boo just uh it was crazy um but uh, i guess we've got our next uh new team uh you know duo the uh, the last time that happened was with cam cole and that turned into a championship run so who knows what's going to happen with Travis Titan and with uh, Nastico there by his side, but it was a, it was a good match. Um, gave me a very different level of respect for Jay Alexander and his ability to work. Um, it was a, it was fun to watch. Uh, so, so far, a lot of really good matches to start the show. Um. Let's see the uh, yes, the the next match battle of the big men. So this match was originally scheduled to be a triple threat. It was supposed to be Jim Fitz against Apex and uh, Gideon Vane also being there. The graphic was up on the screen. It was supposed to be those three and Jim Fitz. Uh, well, actually, Apex comes out first, which I was completely surprised that that was Apex because normally he has a mask on. I, he had no mask last night. Um, I got on his Twitter feed um, late last night when I got back to the hotel. And now there's images of him without the mask and with and without. So I don't know if that's something that he's trying to work through, you know, what's a, what is the character, but um, I really liked it without the mask, to be honest. You get to see, I, I think the part that I liked the best about it from a fan's perspective was that you get to see his facial reactions. He has a really intense face and his eyes are what tell, what helped tell the story during the match. Um, so being able to see his face and see the, the different reactions that he has during the match was really, really a good change of pace. It was different um, from what a normal apex match looks like. Um, at least, you know, again, I, I've only ever seen him on Title Match Network or Fight TV, but uh, it was it was good. I liked it. It was a nice change of pace. So he comes out. Jim Fitz comes out. Everybody loved Jim Fitz, mainly, I think, because Jim Fitz was was one of the few wrestlers there before the show, kind of walking around, talking to the fans, talking to the kids. Uh, he was taking selfies with some of the fans. Um, it, was, it was very, very cool to see it now. And exactly what I said before uh, in the predictions episode, man, he looks like Big Show. I mean, he's massive and the bald head with, I mean, well, I guess he's not completely bald, but on top it's bald on the side. I think he's got some stubble uh, or whatever. And then he's got the beard. So he, he definitely looks like a throwback Big Show. Um, he's massive, um, you know, funny story <laughs> before the event started, uh, I, I went and used the restroom. I was in one urinal. There were three urinals. I was on the, the right hand most one, the one all the way to the left was the, the kid's urinal. Here comes big Jim Fitz. Me, I'm, I'm five, seven over on the other side taking up one of the bigger stalls and here's big Jim Fitz going to the restroom and I he's probably six seven six eight maybe 
um massive guy and i'm like i'll trade you if we need <laughs> he just laughed it off um but he he's a good dude really good dude um i i wasn't sure what shirt he was wearing in his um in his promo um pictures or what or whatever you want to call them but um seeing it in person he's wearing a, a bible club um shirt which is very similar to the uh, the bullet club logo but uh, you know bible inspired obviously and uh, that was that was really awesome um a lot of christianity um themes throughout the night uh before the show the owner uh came out kind of pepped up the crowd but announced that they were going to do a couple of things um one of the nice things that they did was they did a 10 bell salute uh for scott hall um he recently deceased and um there was another individual i apologize i don't know the name off the top of my head but it was uh an individual who in september's card uh for pele pro was was one of the officials who had worked the event and he unfortunately also passed away so they did a, a really nice heartwarming 10 bell um salute for both of them uh, which was nice but then uh the owner also did a really really cool prayer before the event um you don't see a lot of that uh, sometimes even in sports and in, in general and it was a different feel um but I, I felt you know whether you're a christian or you're not it it brought a different um a different perspective and a different um feel to the show uh i really liked it it was good i'm glad that they did it it uh, kind of helps differentiate themselves from other shows uh and, and other promotions so i liked it it was it was good um but yeah so big jim fits and apex and then gideon vane does not show up there's nothing and nobody even seems to realize that there's supposed to be a third person in there i'm looking around like okay the, is the music gonna play what's going on and then they ring the bell i'm thinking okay i am completely surprised because gideon vane has been on every single pele pro show i think since they started i can't remember one show that he didn't he didn't do he is a staple of pele pro um you know, just like Chandler Hopkins. So that that really took me by surprise. The match itself, exactly what I thought it was going to be. Two giant guys just going at it. And um, I was impressed with Apex. I, I kind of expected that Jim Fitz was going to be the stronger guy of the whole, you know, the whole thing it, when it was originally supposed to be a triple threat. And, um, and Apex matched him move for move i mean that guy is strong he you know you can say what you want about his physique he doesn't he doesn't come across like he's the most fit person um and he, he probably isn't but he can go in the ring and his strength is just it's super super impressive to be able to do the things that he was doing with somebody that size like a, a gym fits amazing um so kudos to him and uh these two guys put on a really good match it was fun they got the crowd into it um they but they both played their parts it was a good guy versus a bad guy two bv guys just slapping each other around slamming each other around 
Um, I think there was a, if I remember right, I think there was a superplex off the top rope. Um, or a, no, I don't think it, it was um, Apex got up onto the top rope and he was going to dive off and do something. It seemed like some sort of like swanton type move. And, uh, and Jim Fitz rolled out of the way. The impact of that move against the ring. Oh my, what, I mean, you could, you could see the, the ring bounce um, because of, of how much weight there was moving uh, and how hard it hit the ring. So, wow, it was, it was great. Again, another one that I want to go back and watch um, on Title Match Network when the replay is up, because I have a feeling that it looks just as good as it was in person. Um, Jim Fitz ended up picking up the victory. Um, I forget exactly his words after the, the match, but he said something along the lines of, um, you know, God is, is the reason why, you know, he's doing what he's doing, um, you know, something to that effect. And it was really, it was really cool. Again, another great, uh, great sympathetic thing for the fans and a uh, different feel for the show, different feel for a, a character that large, um, that there's some, um, there's some openness and honesty with that character uh, with him as a person. Um, so it was nice. Uh, I really, really appreciated it. All right. Um, the next match, I believe, uh, sorry, I'm scrolling through Pele Pro's timeline. Um, so yeah, I believe the next match was the co-main event. This was um, Khan against Izzy James. And it was everything I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, Khan is just massive. And you look at some of his moves that he does. You see other people do a, a clothesline. And it's just a, it's just a clothesline. Um, but uh, when Khan does it, he hits with such ferocity that it almost decapitates the other guy. I mean, they get lifted off their feet and slammed down on the ground. Something that's, I mean, he is, uh, and I'm talking about a clothesline in the corner. I'm not talking about a clothesline where he gets a running head start off the ropes or something. Like he, uh, he gets a full head of steam on somebody, goes corner to corner. That guy's going to be lucky if he can get up after that um it's a it's serious moves um there was a it was funny there was a lady sitting right next to me uh her and her husband it was their very first show they'd never been to a live professional wrestling show before and uh so they were trying to like the husband was 100% into it the wife was trying to figure out like what is this and what am I supposed to do and why are we cheering? Why are we booing things? Um, but towards the end of the, the night, she really got into it too. And uh, she even like whispered something over to her husband at one point, like, I think they're hitting each other for real. <laughs> and I'm just like smiling, like, yeah, 
it this stuff hurts man um this is this is not a joke con goes and um i i really really liked there was a there was another group of kids there's probably about eight or nine maybe maybe ten of them um a whole bunch of, of black kids, uh, maybe some Latino kids too. Um, but they were all like in a group together behind me um, uh, towards the back left of, of where I was sitting. And they were loving Khan. After the, after the show was over, when Khan came out and he was selling merch at his table, um, all these kids are running up to him, slapping his hand like you would have thought he was the rock, man. I mean, this dude is a star. He is a star. And he comes across like, like he's supposed to be a bad guy. But he's got... It's, it's almost like he, he is con. What, it doesn't matter who he's facing, if they're a good guy or a bad guy, he's con. He's going to do his moves. He's going he's gonna to wrestle his match. You're either going to like him or you're not. He doesn't really care. And at the end of it, every time I see it, the fans are loving it, are loving their, themselves some con. So uh, I, I was blown away at that i really wasn't sure what to expect um what kind of crowd reaction there was going to be it was my first live con match and um you know kudos though to, to izzy james he he took a lot of that uh punishment and kept moving he he was faster than con and there were a lot of different uh examples of where he could use his quickness and agility to get out of the way of certain things so that he could hit a move um, I think he did go up top a couple of times, um, maybe a crossbody and, uh, and some sort of other move. I can't remember, um, honestly, but he was, he was really going and really trying. There was a lot of back and forth throughout the, the match. Um, it wasn't just a complete con pounding uh, on Izzy James, but Izzy brought it and these guys made it an awesome match. I was shocked. I really didn't expect this to be the match that it was. I thought Khan was going to come out. He was just going to absolutely destroy Izzy James, and that was going to be it. It was going to be a five-minute squash match and, you know, nothing. Um, but they had back and forth. They told an awesome story. Um, it was great. It was it was really, really fun. So I'm so happy that that happened. Um, I'm glad that I could see that. I'm glad that I could see him outside of the ring you know just from a fan's perspective those kids loved him man and the smile on his face you know as he's giving these kids high fives and and stuff oh man like they that's what when you know when um when kids usually are getting into professional wrestling you know watching it they find somebody that becomes their hero. It's like a real life superhero um, that they that they want to get behind. That's the the guys like when I was growing up, the the Rock, Stone Cold, um, you know, sometimes Shawn Michaels, and uh, you know Bret Hart. You, you see these real life guys doing some some of the most amazing things, and what I. I what I took away from it too 
and I think it, it, it just happened to be that it was um, all um, a group of minority kids, but my, I think, you know, white kids, if they were there, I think they would have probably had the same reaction. I think there probably were some, but, um, you know, they were scattered throughout. This was a group of, of kids that were all there, it seemed like, together. Um, but what I took away from it was that these guys, these kids had representation. They had somebody that looked like them, that felt like them, that told the story like they would want the story to be told. I, and that made me really, really happy to see that. Um, you know, I hope that there's more of that in professional wrestling because seeing those kids with smiles on their faces and when Khan was down chanting his name, that's what professional wrestling is all about. That there's a story, there's a feeling that even little kids feel for the people who are doing the work. Um, it was awesome. Very, very cool. So uh, Khan ended up winning. My prediction was right. Although the match that I predicted was, was wrong. I thought that it was just going to be a, a quick one, um, but it was not. It was a, it was a good, decent match um, that was very worthy of a co-main event spot. So as I was talking about that, I realized I did skip a match. Um, the, the match that I skipped was uh, Mysterious Q against Malico. And uh, Malico was everything I thought he was going to be. Even before the, the event, when, uh, when I went up and was able to get a, a photo with him, um, an autographed photo and everything, you know, just talking to him, I think he lives this character. He lives and breathes this character. Uh, I never saw him without his face paint. I never saw him without his high-pitched, you know, quirky voice um, that he does. He, whenever fans would come up to his table, he'd do the the eye roll thing. Um, the eyes go back in his head and, or the, you know, he'd look off to the side and make a weird face and stuff. Like Malico type of reactions. The match too, exactly what I thought it was going to be. Malico was, you know, he, he threatened to quit at one time because he said, you know, I'm not going to fight or I don't work out once a month so that I can get out muscled by you. And <laughs> Mysterious Q responds back, I don't even work out. <laughs> and he's like, what? I quit. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> it was a it was a blast, man. So much awesome comedy in the match but yet still so much awesome moves and the, the story was good. I keep going back to the story, but the story really sells the match for me. They, they told a good story. You had one guy going against another guy. You didn't really know what to expect from Malico, you know, mysterious Q you knew what to expect. He, he can go, he can wrestle, he can hit moves from anywhere. Um, he's got the strength over pretty much everybody that he faces. He's awesome. That's what the story was. So, you know, there were tricks and things that Malico would use to get Q off his game and to hit moves. And so this, the fans are thinking like, 
maybe he's got a chance. I mean, he might actually win this thing. Um, you know, and, and it was great. I loved it. Uh, so Mysterious Q ends up winning the match. And um, the, the match ends, you know, Malco's off to the side. He's like right in front of me by the steps. And, um, and all of a sudden this music comes on and nobody knows what's going on. And then all of a sudden out comes Shane Taylor from Shane Taylor Promotions. And he's got the, the giant um, championship on his shoulder. Man, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I had no idea. Like they had announced that there were going to be some surprises, but uh, I never thought this was going to be the surprise. This was incredible. So Shane Taylor, long story short, starts talking up Q, says, you know, he's he's um, underutilized, disrespected in the business. Uh, he's so much better than than how he's being treated. Time to join Shane, Shane Taylor Promotions. Gets in the ring, says, you just have to shake my hand. Q places his hand on his shoulder. No. And Shane Taylor lays a beat down, man. Um, it was it was impressive. So I'm sure that's setting up some match between the two of them in the future. Uh, if that happens, that will be a must-see match. Uh, I, I need to see that match. That was great. So uh, so that was fun. And then and then after that was the co-main event. So the uh, the final match of the night, the main event, Cam Cole defending his title in the triple threat match against Davy Richards and Chandler Hopkins. And oh my goodness, did this deliver. This was such an amazing match. I, I did get part of what I had mentioned in my predictions video. I thought they were going to try to isolate Davy Richards off to the side and, um, and get that, you know, get it mainly between Chandler Hopkins and Cam Cole. Um, Cause it's hard to do the Davy Richards style where you, you know, target a limb and you, you wear somebody down over time when you can have the other person who's not being worked interfere and break it up. So that's not the best of strategies when you're trying to, to do it. Now that doesn't mean that Davy Richards wasn't able to go for submissions because he did. And there was even a really cool spot where he had Chandler Hopkins. Yeah. Chandler Hopkins in a submission and then like a inverted figure four type thing. It was really, really cool. He does this in a lot of his matches and I never know what the name of the move is, um, but the legs are intertwined and, and he's just putting a lot of pressure on the, the knee. And then in comes Cam Cole to try to break it up. And he, turns Cole over while he's still got Chandler Hopkins in the submission and he turns that into a into an ankle lock and he's got two submissions on both guys at the same time and the fans are just eating it up man it was it was great it was so great um so you know a lot of back and forth the the match was fantastic 
Um, at one point, Cam Cole ended up hitting Davy Richards over the head with the title um, be, due to assistance from the, the best manager, Nastico. Um, but that was that was cool. And then uh, I think there was a surprise roll up, if I remember right, or a surprise finisher into a, a pin on. So Cam Cole ended up beating uh, Chandler Hopkins for the one, two, three, pinning him. Afterwards, um, they they did announce that Cam Cole and Chandler Hopkins were going to face each other at the May event um, for Pele Pro. The um, the match is going to be a, a very special stipulation. If Chandler Hopkins loses, his career in Pele Pro is over. If um, if Cam Cole loses, not only does he lose the title, but he also has to shave his hair, uh, which he loves his hair. Um, so very cool stipulation. I'm very much looking forward to the May event. They set up a lot of different stories that they can go to in the next show uh, to build things up. I'm excited to see what talent they, they bring out. So the next event is called Exodus. Um, the showdown and they've got a giant poster on their Twitter of uh, Chandler Hopkins facing Cam Cole. Uh, it looks like announced talent. Um, so they've got uh, MLW's holiday, uh, con Fuego del Sol, Davey Richards, Shane Taylor, and uh, Malico all showing on the, the poster for the May 7th event. Uh, they'll be back at uh, Grace Preparatory Academy uh, there in Arlington, Texas. And of course, the show should be available on Title Match Network and Fight TV as well. Um, so awesome build up to the event. Incredible surprise with Shane Taylor. The, the pre-show all the way through to the, the main event. And then afterwards, the talent staying around to, uh, to meet with a lot of the fans, sell some merch. Um, that was, that was very, very cool. Um, so I'm so glad that I was able to go to the show, an incredible event. I, I left on a high. I still have a high from it you could tell probably from watching the video. I just get really, really excited talking about it because the matches, the talent, the, um, just the the aura and the environment with the fans and everything it was so much fun so much fun so glad if you are in the arlington area or you're even you know an hour or two away make the trip go to a pele pro show it will not disappoint you it is very very worth it so i highly recommend going to uh, any pele pro show that you can go to uh we've mentioned the exodus show i'm sure they're already selling their tickets on paleypro.com um, you can visit their website check them out on social media um, get your tickets uh or pre-order on fight tv or uh, get that membership for a title match and uh, watch it live may 7th that's going to be an awesome awesome show Thanks, everybody. Um, I'm not sure how long this this one was, um, probably a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but it was a nice recap um, and still does not do the event justice. So definitely go back and watch. It is worth your time.
to, to do so. And uh, everyone have a great uh, day or morning, evening, whenever you're watching this video, have a good one. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, you can support our channel and what we're doing. You can visit us on our website at ultimatesportstalk.com. You can um, like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, hit the bell for notifications, but leave some comments in this video if uh, you know there's things that you'd like to see done differently. If you like or don't like uh, certain things, you know, I'm definitely open to your uh, suggestions and feedback. Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter at Alt Sports Talk. Uh, very interactive with uh, with fans. We love the pro wrestling community, love the sports community. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We can chat sports all day. Um, so love to uh, love to meet uh, you virtually and uh, say our hellos and talk about anything uh, sports related. So thank you so much again for watching. And until next time, this is Greg Mitchell with Ultimate Sports Talk. Thank you.